0: Show me the science with Professor Luke O'Neill. Hello, Luke O'Neill here, and welcome to my show, Me the Science, podcast. Now, I am a music fan, as people might have realised, listening to my podcasts, I often mention music here and there, and I play a bit of music as well. This one is very musical. It's the science of heavy metal music. Now, you might wonder, what has that got to do with science? But the fact is over the past few months a big study of heavy metal has been done from a scientific point of view and it's really interesting it turns out heavy metal is very good for you. Now you might think it's noisy and some people hate heavy metal and it kind of gets in their wick and so on but scientists have proven that's really good for you in various ways and secondly it ties into climate change there's something that you might expect and that's what really got my attention and in fact being a heavy metal music fan might actually help the climate change crisis that we have and you might find that hard to believe But I'm going to give you the science behind that as well. Now, first of all, as ever in science, we have to define things. What is heavy metal? Well, it emerges in the 70s, the early 70s, distinct from rock. The word rock itself is very interesting, of course. That comes from rock and roll. And then rock and roll got a bit heavier and became known as rock. And rock music is in the late 60s. And then eventually, in the early 70s, really, this thing called heavy metal begins to be used as a term. It's a subgenre of rock. I guess is how you might define it. And of course, again, scientifically, we would love to um, describe things from empirical point of view. Uh, it's distorted guitar is an obvious part of heavy metal. Anybody who's listened to it will know. Very strong riffs. Now, what is a riff? A riff is a series of notes, often on the guitar, that lies at the heart of a rock or a heavy metal song. Um, A good example being Satisfaction, that riff that appears at the start of Satisfaction, and you hear that repeated throughout the song. In fact, as people might know as well, I'm a massive Beatles fan, and they kind of had a bit of heavy metal music. The riff on Day Tripper well-known bass line riff there, that's a riff, that that sound. So very strong riffs occur in heavy metal. It's inclined to be loud, of course, and that's where the word heavy kind of comes from. Very strong drum and bass combination, and then a very exaggerated vocal style seems to be a feature as well. Now, what does that mean? The heavy metal singer, and let's say we take Robert Plant as an example, and he was in Led Zeppelin, one of the early heavy metal bands. He's got a real distinctive way of singing. It often involves growls, And a falsetto can be a feature, men singing in a high voice. And all of those features, uh, not all of them necessarily, most of them, if they appear in a song, you would say that is a heavy metal song. And therefore, you know, we can define it in that way. The key thing is the guitar sound, of course, this distorted guitar, the strong riff and the very heavy beat. Now, it turns out then it begins in the early 70s and it becomes very common very quickly. Many heavy metal bands form. And nowadays, on this scientific study, 145 countries have at least one famous heavy metal band. Isn't that incredible? So every country in the world has them. And then you kind of get differences between different countries. So the one with the commonest uh, incidence of heavy metal bands is in Finland. And I saw a great graph in this, this piece I've read. They have the highest number of heavy metal bands per 100,000 people, Finland. Second is Iceland. Third is Sweden. And fourth is Liechtenstein all. Things and then gradually you get down, down, down to the various countries. The U.S. obviously has a lot of heavy metal bands as well, but it seems to be very common in these more Scandinavian-type countries. Why is that? We don't really know, but the Scandinavians seem to like a bit of heavy metal. And then, of course, to make matters uh, worse or better, depending on what sort of fan you are, the subgenres. Now, again, in science, you get this: you get immunology is science, but then obviously a type of science. But then the subdisciplines within immunology. I work on innate immunity. That's the subdiscipline I work on and then I work all the way down then into a thing called immunometabolism heavy metal is the same there's death metal which is really loud and raucous you know that's one example of a a sub-genre within the heavy metal genre and, and again the scandinavians seem to like these sort of sub-genres within heavy metal as well and these of course one question is why is it very common in these scandinavian countries we don't really know now again they often look at fans and how fans dress up say or the, uh, the image of fans to define a genre and heavy metal aren't all vikings or trolls or whatever they dress up as, although you do see these kinds of people at uh, heavy metal gigs. But the fans are inclined to be a bit different. They see themselves as outsiders, and again, this defines it in many ways. They see themselves as anti-establishment. The lyrics of the songs which I'll come on to when it comes to climate change, actually, are very often against the man. And all great rock, of course, is trying to kick against the man, as we call it, society and, and various uh, you know organisations and so on. So heavy metal is inclined to be in that direction. And the fans in themselves, they've got various traits, and these have been studied scientifically. They want to be different. They tend to analyse things closely, heavy metal fans. They like patterns fans as well of heavy metal. Now patterns means, you know, different sort of um, things occurring in series. You know, people who collect things like kind of patterns often. Heavy metal fans are like that a little bit. And they've got a very strong sense of self and their identity, and they've got very supportive friendships and that's another interesting feature of heavy metal. Now obviously other genres have this as well clearly but those kinds of fans can be defined along those lines and therefore you can recognise a heavy metal fan by being a real individualist you know and they're kind of reacting to things and they're inclined to get angry. Now that, that seems like a negative thing but as I'd explain anger can be a good thing at least if it's done in the right way but overall what was quite surprising at one level to me anyway was now again this is a very reputable study it was done by scientists in Stanford and Cambridge two big universities and what they noticed was that even though heavy metal fans might have this individualistic trait and they like to express their anger through their music they're quite gentle people and they're inclined to be decent people as well interestingly and they want the right thing to be done in society so in some ways heavy metal then can be a kind of a a rallying cry for us inside you know in in terms of how society operates and criticisms of society in a way that's good is that is the overall idea here now of course what's also the case is rap was a the genre, of course, of music. And and rap was inclined to attract the marginalized in various ways, and, and rap lyrics often often convey this. But in fact, heavy metal's taken over from rap as a place where the more individualistic people go, the more people who are against you know the norms are now being drawn to heavy metal and not rap. Rap seems to have got sanitized, at least this study has said. Of course, as any rap fans listening they might take issue with that but but still overall these musicologists are now saying that the kinds of people who went to rap are now being drawn to heavy metal overall and uh, and that probably tells us something about how music is changing now what i also spotted was you know the thing about heavy metal then overall is great bond between the fans great camaraderie great friendships have emerged as part of the heavy metal uh, group of fans who like them and there's been one study as well is heavy metal bad for you Now, in what way could it be bad for you? But if it's too loud, it might damage your hearing and that can apply to any type of music but heavy metal is inclined to be down the loud end of the spectrum. So therefore, you've got to be careful. You don't want to get... Tinnitus can be a consequence of listening to music that's too loud. And heavy metal is inclined to be down the loud end of the spectrum. It can be loud, but not too loud, is the advice here. That's the first thing I would say about the, uh, the dangers of heavy metal. The second one is slightly more serious, and there have been studies on this, is head banging. Head banging is actually good for you if you don't go beyond 90-degree angles as you bang your head. So don't bang the head too much. And that, there was a big paper in the British Medical Journal on this head-banging practice of these fans. Try not to have too big a range of how, how much you're banging your head, if you know what I mean. In other words, if you go beyond a 90-degree angle, then it can be dangerous, and then your brain can rattle inside your head, I guess. So overall, a little bit of headbanging is okay and don't do too much of it. And as ever, it's its moderation. And heavy metal fans will be well aware of this, by the way. Now, how does it tie in to climate change? This is the next uh, thing I want to talk about and this is strange one. But the person um, who was writing the piece I read said heavy metal can be a force for good in the world and in particular with regard to climate change. And it turns out lots of themes within the songs of heavy metal bands are about climate change. Now, again, remember, as I said, the fans of heavy metal, they're inclined to be anti-establishment, they're inclined to rage against the machine. So they're inclined to be protest-type songs anyway about how we need to change the world and make the world a better place, very importantly. And it turns out there's lots of different songs by heavy metal bands about climate change. Now, one example is a heavy metal band called Napalm Death. Now, these heavy metal bands often have great names. And they had a famous song called On the Brink of Extinction, and that was a really interesting example of sort of objecting to the climate change that was happening. And that's one example. Uh, Faith No More, heavy metal band, had a song called We Care A Lot. And those lyrics are actually about saying, look, we care about planet Earth, and planet Earth is being destroyed through climate change. So therefore, please try and address that. But my own one that I, I like most of all is The Clash. Now, whether they're classified as heavy metal or not is a moot point. They were certainly punk. And punk kind of emerges round about the same time as heavy metal. A bit later, maybe, the punk movement emerges. But again, punk is very like heavy metal. Loud guitars, distortion, lyrics that speak to people that sort of object to the... What's going on in society in a way to try to change things and make things better? And the Clash were a great example of a punk band. But they wrote a great song called London Calling, and that has the following lyric The ice age is coming, the sun's zooming in, meltdown expected, the wheat is growing thin. And that song actually is about the impending apocalypse, cheery and all as that may be. But the fact is, it's saying, Look, we're wrecking the planet, and we've got to do something about this. And London Calling was kind of a an anthem in many ways then for the punk movement and it also speaks to the heavy metal movement so basically what this means is and the analysis says this heavy metal the lyrics of lots of songs is objecting to the damage we're doing to the planet and can we actually save the planet and so therefore heavy metal can be a source of good in the world to say look we've got to address this impending crisis that's coming because of climate change and and again this piece said there's more and more lyrics coming out now about climate change in the heavy metal genre and that has to be a good thing So it's a good development that's happening in that regard. And again, it speaks to the overall goal of heavy metal, if you will, which is, okay, it can be to be angry, it can be to be loud, but it's trying to make things better overall, is the message, with some exceptions, obviously. (laughs) But overall, many of the heavy metal bands are trying to be a force for change. And of course, be a damn good band that plays really good rock music and playing it loud can be a good thing. And then the last two things is it can be good for your mental health. Now, what do I mean by that? It's okay to shout occasionally. It's okay to get angry. It's okay to go to a big heavy metal gig and shout your head off and really get into it. That's a release and that can be very beneficial for your mental health. And of course, if you do it in a good way, that's benefiting people, it's a fantastic thing to do. It isn't harming anybody. That's the key thing. And heavy metal is very much a part of that. And then the last thing is, again, going back to my previous comments on the heavy metal fans it can build resilience and of course now more than ever we need to be resilient we need to be mentally resilient in our day-to-day lives given all the stresses that we're under in in the world that we live in and so on Uh, resilience is a great thing to build in and that resilience comes from being in a community and the heavy metal community is a wonderfully resilient community so overall then the bottom line is heavy metal is great it's good for your health you can let off some steam at a heavy metal gig as long as you're careful with how loud it gets with the head banging it can be really beneficial to your health and then even more importantly that community spirit is what we need now more than ever and it's an example to us all the heavy metal fan base and of course if the songs themselves then are a way to come up with sort of a lyric that will counter the, uh, the narrative shall we say when it comes to society and in particular when it comes to climate change then that's going to be a very good thing so there you have it most unexpectedly the science of heavy metal And thanks, as ever, for listening. And, of course, my podcast is available every Thursday for download, wherever you get your podcasts. And it's a News Talk production. And thank you very much for listening to The Heavy Metal.